Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. I am Shay, I use they, them pronouns. I am playing Alusha, who uses she, her pronouns, and she is a noble elf. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. My name is Moss, I use ze, them pronouns. And I'm playing Ember, who uses they-them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel. I use they-them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they-them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. Last week? Where, what happened last week? Well, where are we? We're running out of the city in hot pursuit. You are. So you, are you, you were in the city of Pral investigating whoever commissioned the theft of the tithe. You had a conversation with the dean who directed you towards Professor Isambard. And when you found Professor Isambard, he appeared to be wholly ignorant of the whole affair. And furthermore, when you went back to the tower that the dean was in, the evildoer's horse, and presumably the evildoer's had just left. So you now feel like you were maybe set up there, and you are leaving the city on foot in hot pursuit of Team 43. And that's where we left off. So it is dusk. You are on the road, just passing through, just passing through the walls of the city, which the gate is standing open, doesn't appear to be guarded. The road stretches out ahead of you. It the undergrowth has been cut back to about 30 feet on either side of the road. So there's just low grass and weeds for about 30 feet. And then hedgerows and fields beyond that. Countryside is reasonably, it's flattish. Low-lying, there's slight rolling hills. The moon is out. I'm assuming that you are just going to keep barreling on down this road for a while. Well, hmm. I think some tracking might be more sensible. Some tracking might come in handy, yeah. Mm. It is a road, so there are quite a lot of footprints and hoofprints. Sure. Um, is there like a lot of looky-loos right here? You're not alone on the road. Um, there's people every 40, 50 yards or so. If anyone wanted to do some transformations that might get them in trouble, Ducking off the road on into the field behind the hedge might be a good idea, but I would let you do that. Would there be a reason for transformations to be happening right now? You can track by scent. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alusha ducks behind a hedge and transforms into a wolf. He's on the super sniffer. Yeah. Roll me, please, a perception check with advantage. I will stuff Alusha's clothes into the pockets of her um, pack for That's what friends do. <laughs> I'm a good friend. Well, I rolled a nine both times. Let me see what my passive perception is. Uh, no, it's your perception, not your passive. Your per- passive is, is a different thing. You're looking for the your perception, which... Is six, so 15. You, you can catch the scent. It takes you a little bit of sniffing around because there's a lot of traffic on this road. But you were following this horse and, and one of the riders an hour ago. So it's, it's not difficult to go, ah, yes, this is the horse. This is the right horse. This is the dwarf. There's not a lot of dwarfs. It's quite easy to pick out dwarf scent. Mostly halflings on this road. So you, you can find the scent. It is, appears to be moving in the direction you would expect along this road. And you can start following. Right, let's give Awusha her head. <laughs> Roll to keep up with Wolf. No. <laughs> Looking at <it>, no. <laughs> no. So as you are racing along down this road, I'm assuming that are, are you yeah, I'm assuming that you are moving with speed because you are actively chasing people. Yes. Yes. So it's not immediately obvious, you know, it's not like you're ambling along and sightseeing but after a few minutes as you are racing along down this road you do notice that there is in the shadows of the hedgerows a mother moving shadow that is keeping pace with you who notices 
a real well Lucia would notice but is currently a wolf and can't tell you things mm. uh, real would be the next one to notice all right i will point it out to the party does it look like it's uh, of size with Lucia or us yes it 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 looks a lot actually like a wolf right so it's right i will point this out to uh, the rest of the party Mm. You go on for five minutes, ten minutes, and then, Alusha, you notice that the scent moves off the road. Okay. Um, I, I stop, and, like, I stop pointedly, and I um, start moving in the direction that it's going off the road to indicate to people that um, we're diverting. Sure. Okay. You come off the road, you are now following a track that goes through the hedgerow and along the sides of the fields. So you're not directly crossing the open fields, you are moving along the sides, along by the hedge, and in the gaps between the hedge, keeping off the crops. It's actually easier to track now because the, the, the scent isn't as muddied up by everyone else on the road. So you're quite confident you are moving in the right direction you none of you can see anything you're just trusting alusha's judgment can we see where that other shadow went yeah you, you kind of take a look around you and now that you've come off the road it's actively following you it's hanging back about 200 yards i think once it becomes clear that we're not gonna like just like catch them out in the open um i'll signal for us to slow down to like you know a like down to a jog rather than a run because otherwise sure, something more sustainable yeah mm. we are now stalking you are that's fine and i think it's at about this point that the shadow that's been following you you know it slows down when you slow down and then just trots forward and comes up to you um dia would you like to introduce yourself okay so a wolf, as you may have guessed, emerges from the shadows and approaches you carefully with, you know, distinctly non-wolf-like body language of politely approaching travellers. Carrying, I believe, a little satchel around the neck. I am. I am carrying an adorable small satchel. Aww. Alusha, this doesn't smell like a wolf. This smells like a werewolf. Oh. trying to think of what Alusha would do in response without having the ability to speak. Well, we're not unused to very smart uh, dogs or, or wolves, so I suppose or one eagles. of us... Or eagles, yeah, for that matter. Um, <laughs> I'm from the Silverwood. I suspect I'm not unused to unusually smart wolves, which is why I'm very slowly um, drawing one of my hand axes. That's fair. You definitely would have... In, um... Yeah, you would have encountered werewolves at some point. Um, mm. there, are, there are more of them in the forest than elsewhere. Mm. I am simply watching all of this from a reasonable distance, but clearly, you know, reaching out to this group. I think... Hmm. I think Alusha's going to transform right there. Okay. Yeah. You, you, can, you do that. Are you going full elf or hybrid? Maybe hybrid just to just to be on the safe side. Sure. So Alusha, it, it's weird. You've seen you've seen her do this before, but it's even weirder in wolf form to watch the wolf kind of rearing up, and then the shoulders lifting and the legs lengthening and everything just rearranging itself to become this six foot tall, very beefy humanoid wolf with huge claws, big teeth. You can, in this form, speak. Who are you? I am going to follow suit and also assume hybrid form. Another hybrid werewolf sprouts up from this strange wolf that you've met. Um, I will introduce myself. Do you want me to introduce myself as a player yes, as please. well here? Awesome. Um, hello, my name is Dia. My pronouns are they, them. And my character is introducing themselves as Rama, also they, them. Um, 
just Rama. Is anyone, is anyone speaking or are you just all staring at each other awkwardly? I mean, I'm definitely staring awkwardly because there's more of them than me. It's true. There's more of them. And you are seeing two like heavily armed, big, strong looking people. One werewolf and a religious looking drow. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I am at a distance with caution. Watching. Caution and also confusion, but mostly caution. This feels like an oblige problem. Ember is like thrown aback at the the sudden change of focus. Like I was focusing on these fuckers that we're following, and these fuckers that we're following are who I want to focus on. And now, whoa, my God, there's a new topic. What? What? Mm? <laughs> um, so valid. And they're probably just kind of confusedly glaring at the situation in general. And we'll kind of gruffly ask, are you going to hurt us? I'm, I don't know who you are. Then why are you following us? I mean, there's a lot going on. You guys are heading in my direction i'm at this point sort of clearly still eyeing a lot of weaponry and quite cautious in general i'm also not particularly convincing but you know i'm sure you could all hear that i would like to make an insight check go for it i love hearing how he's good at insight it's real <laughs> 21 Ooh. a natural 21 uh, does rama appear to be truthful uh, to an ex- on the not harming thing, uh, and to an extent on the sort of just being interested thing. Like, there's more to it, but it's not untrue. We're in the middle of tracking some very dangerous people, so if you need help, you might want to find someone else to help you. Who are you tracking? Murderers. That does sound urgent, yes. What murderers? Should I be concerned? Maybe. Um, in general, we don't think so. They, uh, they killed one of our party, and we're tracking them so they don't inadvertently hurt other people. But who are they? They're uh, another group of couriers. They're two humans, a halfling, and a dwarf. You haven't seen them, have you? I didn't. I saw you rushing down the road. I saw another... I mean, you're... You seem inexperienced with the lycanthropy thing? I don't know how to phrase that. (laughs) With the, you know, meeting friends carrying your stuff and that. I was curious. Yeah, that's fair. So I followed you and your heavily armed friends. Okay, well, if you're not going to hurt us, maybe we should get going, because... The longer we wait here, the further ahead they will get. Would I if I joined you? I mean, I I could help. What would make you want to help us? I like I said, I'm interested. <laughs> this is a little different. My attention's been caught. <laughs> werewolf solidarity. We <laughs> little werewolf fist. Lucia um, kind of shrugs and looks around at the others um, like, well, what do you think? We could use more help. I don't want to turn it down. Sounds good. Let's move. Ember? All right. I'm straight back into wolf form. <laughs> Very direct siblings. <laughs> no no <laughs> more talking. Talking is not wanted. <laughs> all transforms as well. Okay, could um, both Alusha and Roma give me another perception check, please? Yes. With advantage. Fifteen. Dear? Are you there, dear? Yes, sorry. It, uh, my computer froze because it couldn't handle rolling a dice. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-three. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Okay, so yeah, you can both follow the scent. Um, 
Roma having more experience whenever Alusha kind of isn't sure which pathway to take. You have a better better technique in how to sniff around and figure out the trail. And you you are following them quite... Um, you feel like you're making good speed. You're not having to stop and do a lot of casting about. You're tracking them um, across the fields and um, through the countryside eventually once it becomes a slightly more wild pasture lands. And up to... A, a collection of s- smallish hills. This is quite flat country, so compared to the surrounding landscape, they're definitely hills. But in absolute terms, they don't actually go very high. And as you are scouting around in these hills, you find a cave entry. It definitely smells to both of you like two humans, a dwarf, a halfling, and a horse recently went into this cave. Sorry, this would be a good point to check. What is our level of communication with each other? You don't have language in wolf form even with each other. Cool. You, you'll have a, a certain instinctive degree of like body language understanding. Yeah. But you're not verbal. Cool. Um, Alusha uh, transforms into the hybrid form and says, uh, they were definitely here. Okay, good. Can we see how far in this cave? Is it just like a shallow cave? Can we see anything? You take a look down it, and especially with your enhanced dark vision, you can see it goes quite a long way and before it turns a corner. It, like, it, it becomes a passage. Mm. Um, do you use both hands when you fight? Mm, sometimes. I Mostly spellcast. Uh, why? Could you hold a torch for me? Or actually, I think reasonably I'd have my lantern with me, right? Yeah, you'd have a lantern. Can you hold my lantern? All right. Um, Because if we're going into combat, I will want to be... um, I want to be, you know... Right. I I would also appreciate some light. (laughs) Hmm. Um, Before we go in, um, I would like to bless... Rill and Trick and Alusha. Um, also, I think the, the three of you also still have aid up, so you have an extra five hit points, because that lasts eight hours. Then yes, you would, you would definitely still have that. If we want to wait about ten minutes, I could cast Clairvoyance and uh, see if I could see them somewhere in there. Ooh. That might be a good idea. I know it's a long time to wait if we know they're in there, but... No, it's fine. Uh, the question, really, ten minutes isn't a big deal either way. When you're this level, when we're, when we're tracking at this sort of distance, the question is That's... kind of half a day away from us. You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I will not cast Bless yet. Mm. Okay. Um. So... It can be a place that we're familiar with or an obvious location that is unfamiliar to me. So mm-hmm. I am going to try and cast it. The distance, the range is about a mile. So okay. I'm going to... I don't want to go all that way in because I don't know how deep this cave system runs. But at least... Yeah, I, let, I mean, me, let me pull up the, um, the spell so I can give you useful, useful feedback. Do you have this, a suitable focus for it? Um, yeah, I'm using the veil. Um, I mean, the veil is nicely made, but I feel like it's not a focus worth at least oh, 100 gold pieces. Yeah. Um, um, also, it should, also, it should be specifically a glass eye. It should be specifically a glass eye. But even, I, even if we stretched it to the veil for oh, flavour, okay. which I would potentially be willing to do, I feel like it's not valuable enough. No, you're right. It wouldn't be quite that damn. Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um... Mm, do we have anything I could use that's worth a hundred gold pieces? I wouldn't think so. I think it would have to be. Generally, the idea is it's a special main focus. Mm. Um, there is also the point that you can't move the orb once you've cast it. So yeah, that's true. I would, I would not be inclined to interpret wherever they are as a clearly describable location. No, I didn't think it would be. I thought I'd be able to hit a, a 
you know, a room or a pocket or something if I just kind of... You'd have a very good chance of seeing Empty Cave. Yeah. Is what All I'd right. say there. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that one in my pocket then. I'll, right. I'll s- scrap that. Sorry. It's you cool. consider it, and then your god gives you an idea. Uh, yeah. I really need to pick miracle. up a very. I need to pick up a very fancy horn the next time we go into a town. It's all right. You're you're currently staying in Wizard Town. I bet you can buy one. Mm. <laughs> bet that's the sort of thing they carry. Okay, so you don't do that. Instead, I assume Ember does cast bless, and you. Yes. Go forward into the cave. Are we you... go the cave. Um, I would be scenting the entrance to the cave to see if anybody else is likely to be in there. Anybody entered around the same time or close to that. Okay, roll me another perception check. Oh, good. 19. Cool. You definitely scent that people do occasionally come, like there are, there's old smells of sometimes people come in and out here, but nothing within, certainly nothing since the last rain. Okay. In which case I will not bother transforming to pass that information on. Okay. I clearly prefer being a wolf. You proceed into the cave. Are you being quiet about it, or are you being fast about it? I feel like we should be quiet-ish about it. Yeah, we should try for stealth as long as we can. Hell yeah. Love to make stealth checks in Splint Mail. Okay, everyone, including the people in heavy armor, please roll me stealth. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a 17, or with disadvantage, that would be a 3. Okay. Clang, 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 clang. <laughs> clang, 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 clang. 11. 18. Also 11. 6. Okay, so you feel fairly confident that you are none of you being very stealthy. <laughs> You, you are all pretty sure that anyone in this cave is hearing you coming. <laughs> it's just got a really noisy floor. Like, it's gravel, it's crunching underfoot. I'm a fucking wolf right now. Echoing. <laughs> Making a dramatic gay entrance. Echoing. Like you, 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 you can hear the dramatic music swelling, and you're like, oh man, they're going to hear us coming. What a secret mission to fulfill a secret plot. <laughs> you rapidly notice that this is not a completely natural cave. Uh, you notice this because you get about 25 yards in and there's a set of steps, not like lots of steps, just three or four steps as the corridor proceeds to get to the next fairly level bit of floor. This has very clearly at some point been worked. Hmm. Go a little further on, you pass... A tiny room on one side. It is only about 10 feet square. Uh, it has no door left, although at some point there was clearly a doorway and a, a window looking out into the corridor. It looks completely bare. There's some stone shelves carved into the wall. Those two look at a glance bare. It's just there was at one point a little, maybe a guard post, potentially, hmm. carved into one, into one wall. Uh, but right now, it is dark and empty, and there is no one in there. So you, I assume, ignore it and continue. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, unless the wolves say, hey, it smells like they're going this way. The, wolf, the wolves do not so indicate. The wolves are forging ahead down the corridor, because that's the way the smell goes. And after another couple of corners and another another 30 yards or so, so you are now... About 60 yards deep in whatever this cave is. You haven't seen any branches. You're just in a corridor of mainly rough stone. Occasionally there'll be a step or a smoothed place where they've widened the passage. Whoever originally adapted this place. Uh, When you spot an opening in the left-hand wall, not a doorway, but a gap in the wall of the corridor that is probably about 10 feet wide, there is clearly a space on the other side. And you all see white light spilling out of that 10 foot gap 
And then you hear someone say in comment, oh, shit. And the light goes out. I would like to roll initiative. <laughs> it seems like a great moment to roll initiative. <laughs> oh, good. I rolled high on the stealth check. That didn't mean anything. And then I rolled this. I'm, I'm going to fizz rep it by putting you at the back of the group in terms of marching order. Okay. Oh, come on. That is a nat three for me. <laughs> oh, no. Initiative is for losers. Oh, wow. <laughs> Trick. We are all doing bad. <laughs> Look, if you thought I was going to be a high dexterity character. <laughs> no, but I was just surprised anybody got lower. Wow, Trick and dear. I'm gay and distracted. Oh, I should roll for the horse. <laughs> the horse didn't roll great. <laughs> At least that's one of them. Yeah. I mean, last time the horses were not directly hostile to you, so it may not be the biggest help, but, you know, the horse did roll badly on initiative. You know, actually, no, the horse rolled average on initiative and the rest of them rolled great. Oh, good. Like, I think they're all going before all of you. Except for the horse. Give me just a sec to set up my initiative oh, line. nice. Okay, never mind. Shay just blew Okay, Lucia is going <laughs> extremely first. God. Like, more first than you thought first could be. <laughs> what comes up? 20. Math is hard. It is the worst. It's just the worst. I don't know why we all decided to play a math game. <laughs> we, have, we just make poor choices, okay? We, we just have bad judgment. We make poor choices. Hey, I'm really good at math. My math teacher genuinely, like, sat down with me for like ten minutes trying to persuade me to take maths A level. Take maths A level. Did you? My teachers fucking hated me because every single exam I either got under fifty or above ninety percent. Never between. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in answer to your question, no, I went entirely into humanities. Ah. I did do a maths A level. It has not particularly been much use for me. Because, I mean, it got me into a science degree, but the science degree has not been much use for me. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know what I did my degree in. How much use do you think A-level maths was? About as much use as my science degree. I did evil Welsh degree, and it has come in more handy than my A-level maths. I mean, you're the Latin yeah. consultant for a totally um, successful exactly. all-trans podcast. Oh, exactly. yeah. If you weren't aware, Deer is also our Latin consultant, because we have one of those. How that works is... um. Ben texts me like, hey, you know, with a sort of general tone of, if it's not too much of a bother, could you do some Latin? And I go, hell yeah, yeah Latin! Woo! <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> See, I paid, I paid professional rate for a Klingon translation, so like... It's true, that did happen in this podcast. Say, the name, my, my character name, I didn't choose from a I didn't choose online or make up. I went to my notebook of fictional names I do when I'm bored and in a linguistics mood and picked one that seemed appropriate. I, I, I just like ancient languages and puns. <laughs> and especially puns that nobody else will get because they're puns in, in ancient languages. There's a niche audience of people you did degrees with. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take for you all a photo of our beautiful and extremely professional battle map. Oh yeah, you said you got a new uh, a new map, Did I? didn't you? No, uh, you said something about a new something no. to do with maps uh, or something. No. I believe. no, he just needed to draw the battle map. I just needed to literally ah. draw it, like with a pen. A battle tablecloth. It's a battle tablecloth. It's what it is. So none of you can actually see into this chamber, but when when you look around, that is what you will see. It is currently dark, apart from the lantern that Rill is carrying. So there is no light coming out of the chamber anymore. But you all saw a light and you all heard someone swear and turn the light off when they heard you coming. So you are all confident that someone is in there. Now, if I recall, they had, what, two halflings and a human in their party? Two humans, a halfling, and a dwarf. Ah, shoot. That means only one of them have dark vision. I think halflings have dark vision. I think, that, yeah, I think two of them Do have. Fucking think so. every one, humans. Every goddamn species in Fifth Ed has hot. I, I, think, I think gnomes and humans, and maybe dragonborn don't, because I always forget if dragonborn do or not. Amazing. So I think some, I'm not sure if it's dragonborn or not, but I think some races it depends on your like subtype. Oh, hmm. maybe. 
I mean, Rill's stuck in a party where he he thinks everybody else is practically blind because they can't see 120 feet in pitch darkness. So, look, the thing is, all I'm saying is they will be at least as fucked by low light conditions as we will. So, it's true. It's true. Okay, who's going first? First on the initiative order of anyone is Alusha. Ooh. What would you like to do? Hmm. That's an excellent question. I think... Wait, am I in wolf form or hybrid form right now? You can pick. I'll let you pick. I'm in wolf form. Okay. Um, I want to... I want to do a big growl. Um, see if I can intimidate, basically. Okay. Um, like, from where you are, do you not want to move or, or do anything? Yeah, I want I want to move to the the mouth of the the cave, what whatever this is, sure. um, and uh, growl real big. I'm just gonna put you slightly inside. Okay, you growl real big. Um, roll intimidate for me. Okay, that is eighteen. Okay, none of the people look happy about this development, and the horse, which you can see at the back of the chamber looks like a horse that's just seen a wolf and is in a cave and does not like this. <laughs> Reasonable. That is a panicking horse. Okay. Next up is that guy. Okay. One of the humans, who is heavily armoured, draws his greatsword, has one of those, moves, can't reach you, but kind of strides out into the centre of this space with his great sword drawn. Um, oh, he has a crossbow. He's not going to do that. He'll go straight out into the centre of this space, draw his crossbow and shoot at you. Cool. As I realise, he has a ranged weapon for exactly these circumstances. Now, uh, what, what lighting circumstances is a wish in? Oh, no, that's a very fair point. This guy can't <laughs> see a damn thing. I mean, he can see that there is light coming along the corridor. He can see a silhouette of a wolf. But no, you're right, he can't see. So he will, in fact, draw his greatsword on because it's going to be easier to defend himself with that if he actually gets physically attacked. And he's not good. He's going to hold his action in case someone gets within range, an enemy gets within range, at which point he will try to hit them with his greatsword. But he's not going to actually... Yeah, good point. Well made. He swings both ways. It's true. It does, it does. Alusha, you, you then see the other human step over to his halfling friend and mutter something and just place his hand on her shoulder and appear to cast a spell. Uh, I'm gonna excitingly roll an extra dice for him to see whether he gets anywhere. He does successfully cast a spell. Um, which does a thing. And the thing is my problem for now. It's fine. Uh, that's his move. They're literally all gonna go because they all rolled high on, on initiative. Um, the halfling, I'm just going to verify for all of our sakes whether the halfling can see in the dark. That seems necessary. Mm-hmm. A bit. I am going to say that you are on the tail end of bless. Going to be real nice to you. I'm going to say you get one round with bless. Thank you, oh benevolent DM. <laughs> You're the best. I am a benevolent god, but I am still a god. <laughs> how this works. No, I don't think halflings can see in the dark as a rule. So so three of them are having just so much fun right now. Um, nonetheless, oh no, hang on, the personality's involved. Okay, the halfling is going <laughs> to is going to rush over to the panicking horse <laughs> and try to catch the reins and they're going to make her roll animal handling. And she rolls really well. So she catches the reins, and she is now hanging on to the reins of a really unhappy horse. Ooh, that's not safe. It's not great. It's not great. The dwarf can see in the dark and has a crossbow and is within range of Alusha. So she is going to just take a few steps forward to get a better angle and take a shot at Alusha. Well, that. that is 16 against your racing. Um, yeah, that hits. 
That is 10 points of damage as the crossbow bolt just slips neatly between the big gaps in your leather armor because it's made for your people shape and sinks through your fur. Good thing I've got more hit points as a werewolf. Yeah. So, Ember, you have seen Alusha rush forward to the entrance of this cave and give an almighty growl, and you heard sounds of movement and panicking from inside, but all you can currently see is Alusha, who's been hit by a crossbow bolt. Okay. You are currently still blessed, but you are only blessed for this round. Oh, no, you didn't bless yourself. You're not blessed. Nope. Nope. I can only bless three people. Um... Well, I mean, I could upcast it, but I yeah. only, yeah. yeah, anyway, anyway, I'm going to um, run up close to Alusha, uh-huh. and I'm going to shout into the darkness, you are leaving this cave with us, and you are coming back to Fosberg. It's just a matter of whether... We battle first or not. I urge you to do the right thing and turn yourself in and not draw out a needless battle that you're going to lose. Okay. (laughs) I mean, Ember's talking faster than that. No, I get you. I'm just, there are limits to how much of a speech you can make in a round. Anyway, I say that. And I have my weapon drawn and my shield drawn. Okay, you can't see very much. You can see that there's a an open space, just from the from the amount of light that's spilling from Reels Lantern that's about all you can see is that there is an open space. Maybe a suggestion of people moving inside it. No details. Okay. The horse is going to spend its turn panicking. <laughs> Real, it's your go. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to move into the cave um, and sort of go over. It's at the edge of the picture, but it's like over to the left there. You can pretty much get to the entrance from where you were. You can, you can okay. be like behind Ember's shoulder with a view of the cave. And of course you can see everything. Right. Well, yeah, I just mostly I just wanted to be closer to give them the lan- uh, lantern light. Yeah. So now really is behind your shoulder, Ember, and you can see at least uh the armored human and the dwarf, which is the blue and the pink. And I can see just about everything in here, right? Yeah, you can you you, you can see the far end of the cave. You can see everyone. Okay. Um, would real remember which one of these people can do spells? Um, because I think I remember the pink one being able to do some spells, and then they had a cleric. No, it was actually only the cleric who did any spells. Um, oh, okay. you, would, you would remember the, the unarmored or the lightly armored human as being the cleric. Alrighty. And which puffball is that? That's the pink pom-pom. Okay. Alright. So, Rill is going to look around and spot that uh, familiar looking person. Mm-hmm. And he is going to uh, he is going to cast Silence uh, in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that person. What is the range on silence? The range is 120 feet. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Is that a, it, a save? It is concentration, so I have to... Nope, it's just uh, for the duration, no sound can be created within or passed through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point that I choose. Okay, uh, so what everyone hears is Rill mutters something and makes a gesture, and then the sound of panicked hoofbeats goes completely silent. Uh, they also that can't cast any spells crazy. that include a verbal component. Verbal component, yeah. I figured that was why. It's just the horse happens yes. to be within that sphere. Oh, uh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so what everyone else is hearing is like, the horse stopped. That's unbelievably creepy. <laughs> right. It's cool. It is your turn. Me. It is your turn. Awesome. Um, and I will note that if you want to get past the people in the doorway, it'll just cost you two squares of movement to pass the people. Cool. So you can squeeze past them because, like... Yeah, so I am going to be, despite my poor track record with stealth already, I'm assuming that even in the... Between the dark, the confusion, the fact that I wasn't there when they last saw this group, I probably got the best chance of sneaking around. Yeah, I mean, they... 
you you collectively had terrible stealth, which meant they knew a group of people was coming. They definitely yeah. don't know that you as an individual are here and they haven't seen you because you're around a corner. So I would say that you are currently hidden. Okay, cool. I am going to attempt... Can I get in without being in the lantern light is what I'm aiming at? Like, does no. that look feasible? Cool. Okay, then I'm not going to try. Ah, right, no, sorry. Um, yeah, currently you're hidden, but once you enter the lantern light, they, they will see you. Cool. Well, I am still a wolf, which limits my options wolf. quite a bit. Um, so I am going to take something of a page out of Alicia's book and try to leap through the light and get into the shadows with a roar. Okay. So I'm aiming for intimidation, but also not being super visible because I am not armoured heavily. Basically, uh, that's action, another intimidation check. What's your movement speed? Um, I can't find it because this is not my I think it's 35. Yet. Yes, it is. So I reckon I can just about, I think I Unless I'm getting this wrong, I should be able to just about get out of the lantern light. Yeah, so are you going across to the far side? That'll do me. My aim here is to just get out of the mouth of that cave. Okay, yeah, I will let you sort of scooch around into the corner. Awesome. Um, if you want to be hidden there, you will need to spend your action to hide. Okay, I can if do that. If you want to be super scary, you'll need to instead... I am going to go it. for hiding of the options. Okay. Yeah. Because they already know there's one scary wolf. Cool. Ro roll me then a stealth check. Oh, joy. Oh, not bad. 17. Considering that my last few rolls have all been suboptimal. That is not bad. And, you know, only one of them can actually see in the dark. Yeah. So you feel pretty, pretty confident that you are back in the shadows and probably not super visible yeah. to these poor night blind people who chose to hide in a cave. We all know that, they're in, that they'll only be in dim light. But they'll still be in dim light because a hooded lantern does shed dim light for 45 feet in total. The lamps. Okay, so it goes further than I thought. Yeah, it's 15 feet, 15 feet of bright light followed by 30 feet of dim light. Okay, so yeah, yes. So the, the whole cave is now vaguely just about lit up. Nonetheless, you picked a shadowy spot with a, a decent high check. Um, trick. Hello. Um, so let me just have a shift to the battle map. Um, I'm quite far back. You are quite far back, I'm afraid. Okay. I think I can probably just about get to that spot next to the pink and red stars, which I can't identify without opening up the original. Behind them or in front of them? Uh, like in front of them. Squeeze past them. I'm not sure if I can. I'll let you yeah. go. So, at that point, um... Hang on a second. Uh-huh. Where's Rill? Rill's green. Okay, so... Rill is green, yes. New wolf friend is blue. Blue pom-pom is what, the human? Is a heavily armoured human who is holding a greatsword. Heavily armoured human holding a greatsword. Hmm, don't like that. Pink human is the less heavily armoured cleric, right? Pink, no, Pinky is uh. a heavily armoured dwarf. Ah, uh. The cleric is in red. All oh, right. The green is a lightly armoured halfling who is currently grappling a horse. Which you can't hear because that whole area you can't is hear. just silently grappling a horse. <laughs> I will target. I would like to. Um, I would like to throw a battle axe at the blue one, who I think is in dim light. Which I'm not sure what that means. The blue one would indeed be in, in dim light, yeah. Yeah. So you can see him. Oh, I think... Yes, that doesn't actually affect my combat roll. Um, because... Also, you are for this round only blessed. I am for this round only blessed. So I'm pretty into this. So I would like to hawk a hand axe at said human. Absolutely. Which would be a 19... Oh! A D4. Uh, of course, I don't have a D4 out. Because why would I have a D4 out? Never use those. They're not your thing. I think it's D4. What do I look like a rogue? <laughs> Hang on a second. I've got a D12. I'll just divide it by three. That works. Oh, that is plus four. So that is a total of 23. You, you hit. You hit the heck out of them. 
Fabulous. And I may as well roll it now. I will use my second attack to lob another hand axe at them because I have two hand axes. As a general rule, I prefer if you did attack then damage than attack then oh, damage yeah, just because no, otherwise that's, that's I lose no track. No, that's no worries. So one plus three, that is five slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Roll me a second attack. And um, with my second attack, that was my d12 slash d4. Yeah, that'll do. Um, that is 26 versus AC. <laughs> that hits. Shockingly, yeah. that does hit. Just about. Um, oh, does another eight slashing damage. Oh, nice. I'm on good form. Bugger magic. Who needs magic? <laughs> yeah, you're just Axe. taking chunks out of this dude. It's called Axe to the Face. Um, and then I'm going to basically bring up my offhand um, to kind of like brace my shield as I reach my longsword. Awesome. I feel pretty good about that, Dan. That was a pretty good turn. That was a pretty good turn. <laughs> I thought uh, so. Alusha, you are, you are back up. I would like to roll to tear out that guy's throat. <laughs> the blue guy? Yeah. Okay, so you, you charge forwards and you leap for his throat. That was a nap fucking 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, that hits. Please roll me twice as many dice as it says to roll. Or damage. I would like to non-lethally tear out his throat. <laughs> I would like to subdue him by tearing out his throat. <laughs> Look, you've got a cleric. That's how it works. Can you please remind me what shape dice I need to roll for damage? What, what does it say? Let me have a look. And you're currently in... And your bite attack, was, which is plus four to hit. You roll me, please, two d8s and then okay. add two. Oh, and he has to roll a constitution saving throw because he's just been bitten by a werewolf. Which he has failed the heck out of. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, give me seven total. Ooh. I'm sorry, what? Seven total. Seven? I thought you said 27, and I was like, That's those are I good d8s. <laughs> no, okay. he, he is bleeding from the neck, but you haven't, you haven't quite torn his throat out, but he is, he is bleeding from the neck. And those of you with good dark vision uh, can see a faint black contagion spreading along the surface veins from the bite wound. He looks shaken because a wolf just tried to tear his throat out. It really hurt. Um, He is therefore pretty much reflexively going to try to hit the werewolf back um, with his greatsword. The first one is... Almost certainly a miss, because that was 12. Um, in werewolf form... Oh, in werewolf form, your AC is 12. So yes, he just yeah. misses. Second, though, uh, was 22. So second one does hit. Yeah. That is 12 damage. Okay. And then he's going to take a second swing. You can do that. First one misses with an 8. <laughs> There's a... Pa- why, why did I? No, he already took two swings because I rolled it twice. I'm going mad. Yeah, he doesn't get he doesn't get his double attack twice. That would be crazy. And just mean. <laughs> it would be excessive, honestly. Um, I don't think he's going to try and move because there's a werewolf like right there that I don't think he wants to provoke. He's he's in, he's currently feeling very engaged with this werewolf. Oh yeah. Uh, the cleric. Is which is the red pom pom, thirty foot from for thirty foot speed. Don't mind me. I'm looking in the battle map channel for my own battle map reference. Okay, gonna go and stand over there so he's out of the silency zone. Uh. Yeah, I think he recognised your spell. Yeah, and cast guiding bolt at. He's gonna cast guiding bolt on Ember. Well, that's just rude. <laughs> These people are very rude. Did you not get that from the last time you met them? I mean, I guess. Did you think they were nice people? They're not nice people. <laughs> that is 23 to hit. So that probably hits you. Yeah, that, that hits just a little. Yeah, I figured that probably would, would hit you. 
Um, and that will do. Ooh, quite a lot. Quite a big spell. 13 damage. 13 oh. radiant damage. Okay. And also you are lightly glowing. Does that help me see at all? No, but it means that anyone trying to make an attack against you has advantage. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. The halfling, right at the back of the cave, is going to make another animal handling check. Um, do pretty okay. The horse is not actively trying to escape her anymore. It still looks pretty unhappy um, in a very silent manner. But she is now hiding behind the horse. Like she is standing behind the horse, hanging onto the reins, not making any move to attack anyone. Um, and the dwarf, being a melee type person, is going to do some melee type stuff. And feel like she doesn't really want to. You know what? Yeah, she does. She's going to pile in with Ember and Trick because she can. And she's going to make, because Ember is lightly glowing, her first attack against Ember with a longsword, um, which is 18 to hit. Oh, sorry, advantage. Still 18 to hit. That hits. Nine damage. And same again. Which will miss wildly, because the highest was a 12. That misses. Yeah. And then, just for fun, she's going to... She's, she's dual-wielding a longsword and a short sword, and she's going to take a punt with her short sword at Trick. Just to spread the love. Uh, which which was an eight to hit, which I think just about misses. That glances off my eye. Nice. Really glad I have a shield, though. Yeah, I mean, it was a close thing. I'll send you all a new photo, and then it will be uh, Ember's turn. You have to do a lot of work to have an AC of eight in this game. <laughs> you have to, yeah. To be a peasant. Or a horse. In fact, that is less armour than the horse. Well, you'd have to be both unarmoured and very clumsy. Yeah, literally the horse has a, is harder to hit. She would have literally missed the horse with that attack. So, yeah, that was a miss. Uh, it is Ember's turn. Okay. I'm gonna... I'm gonna hit her back Go with my axe. Um... With your new shiny axe? Yes, with my new shiny axe. Ooh. Yes. That's a... That's an 11. Oh. That does not hit. That does not beat her AC. No. Um, I do have a extra attack. However, you bring the axe out and you activate the magic enchantment that you now have on it. <laughs> and this double-headed axe grows an aura of flame. The whole double head of the axe is flaming, and the flames lick out sideways from the blades, just extending it. And it looks even more like a flaming dragonfly than it does when it's not lit up. (laughs) Ember is madly cackling. Um... And you know, because, you know, magic is like this and you know certain things, it will stay flaming for about a minute or until you use up the attacks, but you'll only use it up if you actually hit. So you take your swing and you don't hit and nothing else happens. It's just activated. Mm -hmm. And I madly cackle and then I take another swing with it. And I also miss because I rolled a 10 on that one. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you swish this flaming axe in the dwarf's face, and she kind of ducks back away from it, and is not hit. Real in the corner, going, "No, no, no, not again!" <laughs> <laughs> we were done with things catching on fire. <laughs> I did ask him to carry my lantern, which I feel was already already pushing it. <laughs> the horse does nothing of interest. The horse has been sufficiently like it's really not happy about any of this, but it's currently there is no escape route that isn't through all of this, and 
it's got its reins being hung onto by someone who's been rolling decent animal handling checks, so it's staying put. I think you mean it's doing nay thing. No. Ah, uh, are we done? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the GM takes a D4 psychic damage. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Rill, the horse is doing nothing. Everyone else is fighting. No one has moved since last time. Okay. Um, alrighty. So seeing that they just moved out of the silence sphere I had, um, I'm assuming I can't just move it because the spell doesn't say I can move it? No, not... it, it, it extends around a point. So that whole like edge of the cave is now a silence zone, but the cleric has moved outside it. Right. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm just going to drop that because there's no use holding concentration on it if okay. I if nobody's standing in there, it's not doing anything. Well, the horse and the halfling are in there. Uh, I'm not too worried about them. The the sound of of iron horseshoes on cave floor comes back as you drop the spell. Alrighty, and then I am going to cast. Um, actually, uh, I think I need to be closer. Um, can I move, a, not standing directly in front of them, but moving, um, closer to the, uh, moving closer to the cleric? So... Past everybody? You would have to go directly past the dwarf. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll probably take an attack of opportunity, but uh, that's fine. Yeah. So you, you, you absolutely can get closer to the cleric, you just can't do it, like, completely untouchably. Okay, I just need to get within 30 feet of them for this to work, and I don't think I'm close enough as is. Yeah, you're not not, not currently. What? I think you'd basically have to be, at the very least, like, just all so you have to step just inside the cave, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. You can do that without taking attack of opportunity, in that you can get within the dwarf's range and not leave it, but you will then be within the dwarf's range. Would you like to? Uh... Yeah, okay. They're kind of focused on other people right now, so fine. I don't feel comfortable. Real does not feel comfortable at all having a dwarf at his back, but... <laughs> that's, that them's the breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you gotta do. So, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. What are you casting? Uh, and then I am casting uh, Blindness on the uh, cleric. Ooh. They have to make a constitution saving throw. Ten. Ooh, they fail. Hang on. Let me just check something. I have a bonus on that. Oh. Eleven. They still fail. Okay. All right. They are blinded for the duration of the spell, which is a minute at the end of their turn. They can make a constitution saving throw again. Okay. Um, is that concentration, just so I know? Um... No, I don't think so. It's not saying it is. Seems like it could go either way, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh... No, it is not. Nope. Okay, cool. It, it, just, it just sticks until they make the save, or until a minute passes. Okay, they are blinded. They're flailing about in the already dim room, sort of with their hands outstretched. Well, actually, they, they've got their back to a wall, and they're going to just sort of take half a step back and be pressed against the wall. Oh, and I want to make sure that I'm pointing my lantern so as many of my friends can still see as possible. Yeah, I mean, you are well within... You are within 10, 15 feet of both of your humans, so... Okay. You figure they're probably fine. So it's the dwarf, unfortunately, but what can you do? Hmm. Um... Actually, I could upcast that spell and try and blind the dwarf, too. You already went. I did already go. Okay. Do that next time. Next time you cast it, you'll know. I'll just grab a new photo for Roma, and then it will be Roma's turn. Thank you. Let me just very quickly do some counting. Okay, I can't get anywhere super interesting. You can you can get within direct attack range of either the dwarf or the armored human. Oh, okay. I I missed one of the pom poms. Um, <laughs> how are they each looking? The pink one has not so far been touched. The blue one, the the armored human, is. Bleeding from several places, and very distinctively has a werewolf bite on his neck, the kind that sticks. Always fun. Okay. So have I wasted a turn by getting into the shadows and out of sight, or can I do anything interesting is the real question. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think 
unless someone moves this way, which seems unlikely, I don't think I can get to a position where I'm not coming from the same direction as everyone else. Yeah, I don't think you'll be able to sneak attack with your yeah speed, no. Not without getting out of completely out of range or being in the light and therefore being quite obviously a giant wolf. Well, even if I did spend another turn going around the edge of the cave, I'd still have to come into the light before I could attack anyone, I think. Yeah, I think you would. I think you would just have to straightforwardly attack if you want to attack. Yeah, Uh, and obviously I'm still a massive wolf, so I'm quite obvious. Um, So I'm going to go with... You can sneak attack if you're attacking an enemy which has has another of its enemies within five feet anyway. Yeah. Isn't that only true of rogues? Oh, sorry. Because you said sneak attack, I figured you were a rogue. No. Yeah, I don't think you actually have sneak attack. I don't. I was aiming more to be just coming from an interest in, from a different direction. Gladly, but, no, you'll just have to be part yeah. of the group you're with. Awesome. Sucks. I am going to just pile in with the guys nearest me then. Cool. Um, Ember and Trick, a wolf joins you in the fight. <laughs> a big, big wolf. Yeah. It's not wolf. And I am going to just maul someone. That sounds fun. Do it. You get multi-attack, so you can do... You can do a bite and a claws. I am going to do both of those. I just was on the wrong character sheet and couldn't find them because they weren't there. Uh, Oh, no, sorry. That's only true if you're in hybrid form. So you can make a bite. I am in wolf form only. So I am in wolf form currently. So I will be biting someone. Well, biting a specific person, just not not just whoever's in reach. Give me a roll for delicious dwarf dinner. (laughs) Um, Oh, fuck you. Six. That is a miss. Yep. Which is a shame, because from the angle, I imagine that was quite an impressive sort of running tackle that just went straight over the dwarf. Uh, if you want to roll it that way, I will totally put you on the other side of the dwarf now. You just leapt over the dwarf's head. You know what? Sure, I'll take it. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're now standing behind the dwarf. Um, trick it into your turn, and then you can quickly. That's going to make no sense to the folks at home. <laughs> I mean... I will again. Trick, it's your turn. <laughs> um, okay. I'm just grabbing you a photo because I figure you'd like one. I don't think I get points for this, but I'm in a cool spot. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hit them, and this is very complex, with a big sword. <laughs> I think I follow. I think I follow. Yeah, yeah. Um, roll for sword. My big sword roll. Uh, now that will be a natural one. That does not hit. I'm afraid. You are That's... not accustomed to fighting dwarves, and you, much like everyone else has been doing, swing over her head with your sword. <laughs> All right. New idea. Overhand swing. Bisect that dwarf. Ooh. Yeah, that's only a 14. Not enough. I'm not sure that's going to do it. Um, this is a remarkably dodgy dwarf. That's fine. I'm just going to... I'm just going to be angry about it, and I'm going to uh, make another two attacks with the power of being real angry. Um, ooh, you say this dwarf is heavily armoured? This dwarf is heavily armoured. Okay, so hold off. I've rolled an 18, uh-huh. and I feel... I roll an 18, and, I, and the sword's swinging through the air, and I think of home and adjust my grip. Uh, that's a 19. Hits. Ah! Praise the Lord! <laughs> Praise that Lord specifically. <laughs> that would be nine damage. Nice. You clang the dwarf on the side of her dwarfy helmet. Um, I assume this dwarf is not quite falling over yet. This dwarf, no, like probably now has a nasty bruise on her head from being smacked with a sword in her helmet, but is not anywhere near falling over. That's fine. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit her again. Yeah. Oh, hang on. First, uh-huh. awesome, I'm going to spend my bonus action to place an unwavering mark on her. Ooh. She has disadvantage on any attack roll that does not target me. And <sighs> any damage Ooh. to anyone else, I get to fuck her up. Oh, it's not nice. even to place the mark. Um, so you just get, get to do it when you attack? Uh, yeah. Nice. 
It's limited uses for long rest. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna make my final attack. Yeah, no, I've got. I'm I'm too focused on keeping on keeping her um from hitting anyone else. What was it? Be ten. Yeah, no. That is the end of a round, and I feel like we could all use a break. Hmm. So I'm gonna say if we could all reconvene at quarter past, that would be great. Going to dismiss the robot to make these files more workable.